Yeah, what is going on, everybody? We are back with another episode of From My Experience Podcast. Yes, we are back. Y'all have had a lot of guest-filled episodes, but now the host and the co-host with the most are back. We didn't forget about y'all. We have quite a few things to talk about today. Hope you have your notebook out or your notes app or just... I hope you've had your coffee or tea or whatever it is to get you started during the day. Or if it's nighttime, this probably won't mail you out. So I don't know how I feel about that. But anyway, we got some good stuff for you today. Some some nuggets are definitely going to be dropped. Some gems are going to be dropped. And we hope that you absorb these things and you can use them for the betterment of your life. And if not for you, pass them along to somebody else. Shout out to you, all of our listeners, everyone who is continuing to support, like, share, and subscribe. Excuse me, I'm definitely seeing a shift. I'm seeing a change. I'm seeing a difference. And it's much appreciated, y'all. Like, the more y'all show us the love and support, the more we can do, the more people we can reach. And that is very, very, very important because you know that we promote positivity. Speaking of positivity, we are positively excited to have our affiliates, Retro Mimi. If you are a gamer, they sell open source handheld devices and you can put your games on them and take your gaming to go. We also have Black Water. They sell water that is literally black. It is black because of the minerals in it and it comes in different flavors and that is a delicious treat for you for those people who like to work out or if you're just around the house and you want some water but you want some flavor in it with a little bit more added benefits there you go we also have garner's garden yes garner's garden sells all natural products hair care skin care oral health care i am actually using some of their uh beard products um and i am actually noticing a difference my beard is softer and I actually cut my beard not too long ago and I did notice that it uh came back kind of with the quickness so uh shout out to Gardner's Garden on that one jot forms jot forms those of you who need to collect information from people um, in a timely fashion in a convenient fashion and you just need to be no mess no fuss jot forms allows you to create um, a variety of documents and even collect signatures. You just have to create what you want, send it to the other person, and when they complete it, it comes back to you in a nice, neat email and just stored right on their website for you to view, download, or whatever you need to do with it. It is a beautiful tool. I love it. I've been using it for years. So make sure you check out Jot Forms. And last, but certainly not least, Acre Gold. Those of you who are looking for a nice little passive investment, you can subscribe and pay monthly for bars of gold. They sell two and a half gram bars of gold and they sell five gram bars of gold. And once you uh, sign up, the money comes out of your account. And once your money hits the threshold, boom, you will get your gold bar in a nice discreet package in the mail. They are legit. The reason I keep saying they are legit is because people like to comment and talk trash about them. There's two videos on our Instagram page. I already have my second gold bar. I should have my third one in a couple of months. It is real gold. They're nice, neat, professional packaging with their own serial number, and they are certified. So it is the real deal. Just wanted to put that out there because I really like their customers. So their customer service is spectacular, let me tell you. Whew. Anyway, shout out to our affiliates. Now, I'm not alone today. I have the co-host with the most who is always 
Yes, vibrating higher, Miss Jessica Fountain. Hello. Hello. How are you? Sleepy. Hello, world. <laughs> <laughs> we are back. Uh, yeah, life is good. No complaints. Navigating. <laughs> I'm like looking at you and it's like you're like channeled into my forehead what? or something. <laughs> well, I mean, you're taking up like a majority of my screen. So I'm looking at all of and you. And you're like. Um, <laughs> ain't you supposed to look at people when you talk to them? You know what's like, funny? Yeah, but you like soul stirring. I tell you, I can feel like people don't believe that. I feel everything. Like my clients, like it's a real thing. So it felt like you literally like threw a bullseye, a target on the bullseye board and like stuck me in the head and like commanded my attention you know what the funny thing is about what you're saying i'm looking at the web camera so i don't need you're in my peripheral vision right now like it looks like on your end that i'm looking at you on the computer screen but i'm looking at the little dot that is my web camera so i'm not even <laughs> well the energy coming out of your dot my dot is intense connect okay. the dots i don't know i was okay. i just threw it to you i don't know <laughs> yeah, you threw it. You like like a a fishing line. You threw it, hooked me, and I was like, okay, where do I go? Okay, okay. okay. Yeah, I just do your thing. <laughs> Hello world. <laughs> Hello world. <laughs> That's what I got. <laughs> All right, y'all. We really have two main topics. Uh, the first uh, we're gonna start with is the unfortunate passing of Earl Simmons, better known as DMX, who was a hip hop artist who came out in the early nineties. I just had deja vu like a mug just now. Mm. Let me put my phone on mute. Um, I feel like yeah, you should do that. Cause I've already done that. I didn't. Ooh, Today. <laughs> I, I'm remembering. I feel like I had a dream about this moment. Um, Let me make sure. I'm pretty sure I did it though already. <laughs> the the you know and there is a huge this was this hit different um this hit different his passing hit different i did not do my research so i really don't know what happened there have been a couple of theories a couple of people have said things i don't even know if an official cause has been released so i'm not even going to speculate i just know that he is no longer with us uh but i do know that the <laughs> okay that was probably not the best time to to laugh. I apologize. I was not laughing at the fact that he's passed away. I just want to make that clear. You can, you can tell the people why you was laughing so you won't seem so insensitive. I, <laughs> I, I know laughing. you're not insensitive, but I'm like... I was laughing at you like I don't even want to speculate. <laughs> I don't. He, he is no longer with us. I was laughing at that. Oh. <laughs> but... Yeah, because people are saying crazy stuff, and I'm like, y'all, if you don't know, then just he's not here and let's not make it a headline about people make it more about how you pass and what you did versus giving you the the peace and respect of he's he's passed so i don't want to say the wrong thing either because i wouldn't want someone to say that about me so i don't, I don't want to speculate um but he we do know that he was highly impactful like and i guess maybe it's because of the groups i run in and so social media this one hit very different like we know that there have been a lot of passings, especially in the black community of some of our uh, 
I don't know, highly revered figures, for lack of a better word. But I'm in a lot of music groups, gamer groups, and DMX's DNA is embedded everywhere in hip-hop culture, in gaming culture. He's been in video games. His music is in multiple video games, soundtracks, really? he's done movies. I did not know that. Oh, yeah. I mean, I know that. I, I know his music is influential. Mm -hmm. Like, I get that. I didn't know the video games part. Yeah, Def Jam Vendetta uh, is a wrestling game. Def Jam, the music company, put out a wrestling game, and artists were the wrestlers in the game. He was in there. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he was what was that? <laughs> it was like my DMX impersonation, but I do. I, I have a, a whole nother memory, but we will, um, we will keep moving for now. Yeah, I will. I will definitely share one of my memories. Um, and this is when I really kind of. Not even kind of. This is where I really connected with DMX. You know, I grew up in Philly. Rough Rider was 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 popping all over the place. DMX actually came out. I think I forgot what grade I was in, but I know my neighbor upstairs, Ronnie, he had the tape. This is cassette tapes, y'all. Cassette tapes. I had a tape player, and man, I used to pop that tape in, play one side, flip it, pop the other. Like y'all been needing long enough. It. Stop being greedy. <laughs> Keep it real, partner. Get it to the nitty. Ribs cha cha. So don't make me wait. Around them, I'm gonna bite you. Bite plate. Like, yo, or snatch the plate, excuse me. Yeah, like, that was like some of the high. That's like the equivalent of Southern Crunk before Southern Crunk really came out, man. That was him. Um, yeah. Another memory I have is when I got my first car. <laughs> he saved my life. Yo, I got my first car. Uh, shout out to Miss Greer. My dad bought a car from his friend, and I had to drive it from Philadelphia to South Carolina. This is a 10 to 12 hour drive. Ain't no CD player. It had a tape player. And I don't know where I found it, but I found an old tape and it was a DMX album. And I played that thing from Philly all the way to South <laughs> Carolina, yo. And I can't remember which album it was. It was the one that has a, whatever song he has on it, uh, I think it's called Damien, where he like has an alter ego that wants him to do some like bad stuff. Whatever album that was, that was the album it was. And I'll never forget that, man, because I'm like, yo, I cannot make it. Like, if you've ever driven a long distance, trying to find radio stations is the most nerve-wracking thing, and you got no CD player, no... This is before the yeah. age of MP3, Apple Music, and all this stuff churn. So... <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking about the act of trying to find a radio station, which I don't do it often, but every now and then when you are on the road and you have to hit scan and it goes... You go through all these stations. Yes. And you're like, oh, stop! Yeah, stop. Stop it. I need it. Please stop. Never no. I never knew how to stop it, but um yeah. I'm just thankful for some of the that you hit the first time, the scan button, you just hit it again. FYI. I don't know the last time I used the radio, but I will definitely keep that in mind. Cause I <laughs> I hop in the car and I'm on Bluetooth from my phone immediately. But yeah, yeah, those are those are some of my memories. Um I'm thankful for the impact that he left. Um he was a very Despite the content of his music and what people may think, he was very spiritual. He always referenced the Lord a lot in his music. There was definitely an internal struggle of righteousness. Mm -hmm. I know the right thing to do, but yo, I'm in this situation. I got to do what I got to do. You know what I'm saying? And a lot mm -hmm. of people don't understand that. If you've never been in that type of situation, you really it's really hard for you to understand. It's like, well, how can you be so such and such with God, but you're this such and such person. It's like, bro, the struggles. The, when people say the struggles. Because struggle they are real, complex. Yes. There's 
such things. Like we are very complex beings. And I think that by honoring, if we honor that complexity, then, you know, maybe we would not feel the need to numb out pieces of our lives, which I think in his case, that was a big part of his story and a big part of his uh, personal challenge of drug abuse and all of these different things like using music and uh, substances to kind of numb that space. Uh, and I'm, I'm speaking kind of hypothetically, but we, we know that he had drug abuse. We know that, you know, that was that complexity of having being deeply rooted in faith but then also feeling conflicted mm -hmm. and um i was talking about that today that's actually a, a good conversation in and of itself but we'll table that for the moment um but yeah i my memory of dmx my favorite song is how's it going down and i remember how'd i go I'm politicking with this chicken, wondering if I should creep a little hood rabbit. Coming through like I do, you know, getting my bark on. Knew she was a thug, cause when I met her, she had a scarf on. <laughs> I'm only laughing because again, you have tagged me in the head with your glare. <laughs> and you're like, oh my God, these words are coming out of Jessica's mouth. <laughs> I, first of all, I didn't expect you to. I I thought I was gonna get a uh 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 uh. I spit bars. Yeah, okay? I wasn't expecting bar. The, the, the impact of DMX, y'all. If you're gonna do it, you got to do it with him. And right. there's very few yeah. artists that I can remember and quote like. So, right. but continue. So there you go. <laughs> y'all, what y'all gonna see, Jessica face? I know, right? <laughs> but um, yeah, I remember just falling in love with that song for some reason, and like, even I had an exercise, I was trying to see like, what about the song? Like, I, I, I really, even now, I'm, I read the lyrics and it's not like, oh, I'm so disconnected from it. It's just like, what, what about it? But sometimes it's just the energy of people, their passion, and you, you just link to the passion of the song. Because the beginning of the song is quite toxic <laughs> the beginning of the song he like just calls out all kinds of things it, it like when the when the song comes on the first 30 seconds is like uh a uh, voicemail i don't even want to go into it it's very explicit yes. but uh <laughs> but the song itself like i really enjoyed it and then i remember now this was in my greener years when i thought because it's DMX, ends in an X, I transpose things. I kind of got him confused with the locks. This was on the school bus, so I'm painting a picture of how young I was. Mm -hmm. And I said it to my classmates, and they were like, what? Like, that? no, that's not that. <laughs> and um, But later, I found out that he was... He collaborated with them, like they're all part yeah, of Rough like Riders, all so they, together. So they got mad songs together, right? So then they tried to play me. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm traumatized by it, like in, in youth, and then come to find out, like I wasn't that far off. It right. wasn't like I thought he was Jay Z, like yeah. you know. So um, yeah, I really, I really um, 
Hmm. I saw <laughs> this post by uh, Russell Simmons, and it was really a good post of how he talked about him and just culturally um, how we, in some ways, failed him. Like someone can be so gifted and and give us their their whole soul, which mm-hmm. is going to your point of you can't just half sing it. You, like yeah. because he didn't half sing it. He came to you with a rawness and a um, just really unique, authentic voice. Yet I feel like there's so and this is not to be insensitive, but to know his story and to know his issues and his um, uh, personal struggles, it's like we knew this about him. Uh Like, I knew this about him. You knew this about him. So therefore, the people in his closest circle knew that this was an issue. But many of them laughed and joked and you know like ah oh, that's just that's just d you know uh or x however you mm-hmm. affectionately know him as um <clears throat> but it's like we have to do a better job in being actively invested in our circle and I don't say waste your time on everybody. Like you can't, you can't heal the whole culture. You can't heal every person, every black person. You know, like that's not what I'm saying at all. But when we are around people, I mean, we have. I'm sure you have fiends in your family, crackheads, addiction, all of these different things, pieces, or if you, even not within your family, people that you know like within your community that you talk to, it's like, I can think of like a few names just off of like in my life experience of people that I know that are just um, struggling. Yep. But they are so good at struggling Mm -hmm. that it kind of becomes a part of their identity. So therefore, when they are able to cope with it on, and like, as with, any any type of uh, uh, dominant figure, you have to have a high a high discipline or uh, brain capacity to like be able to endure certain things. So when you think about like Jay Z, Diddy, or uh, Kobe, and I don't know why I just named all black males, but just people in general, they have a strong willpower. Like when you look at documentaries, Tina Turner, there's so many different people that I've looked at their stories. And what what I'm reminded of is the discipline within their like mental, whether that's good or bad, however that discipline plays out, it's a very disciplined mind. And so the, like, I feel like we have to do a better with being able to um, nurture on our friends in a way like when you see them really taking a deep dive off of the cliff. That may be uncomfortable. That may not be the conversation that you want to have. Um, <laughs> like, But it's necessary to be able to, to say difficult things 
to people that you really care about. And yep. going back to my original point, uh, Russell Simmons was just t- talking about that, like how he was sad and just how, you know, we failed him because this is long term. Like, yeah. it's, it's kind of shocking that it's in a way like it happened now, like because we, th- these things are not even more, f- it's not like, oh, I saw that last week. Yeah. Like I, my memories are actually going back years <laughs> of when you knew something was off. And so all of those years, it's just like, dang. Uh, and you know, Michael Jackson, same thing. Like yeah. people being, because they're so caught up in the hype of not just of fame, because I, it's like the hype of a person who they are, who like we attach people's traumas to them and like, oh, that's just who they are. They're just, they're just, like Wendy Williams. She can just be a bitch, like, or, you know, or use bitchy language, yeah. not calling her a bitch. Uh, but like, those are people that you're like, that's just who they are, but that doesn't make it okay. It doesn't make it, it okay doesn't make at all. it, yeah. um, no, they don't have to be like me, but there's a healthy way of living. And I think that how do we, you know, really be community in our circle of friends in a way that you can look back and at least you can say you tried. You like you can't make anybody drink the water, but you can, yeah. you can show them, expose them to water, say, hey, have you tried the water? Yeah. I will, I will hold your hand through this. Um, there's so. A- yeah, there's a flip side to what you're saying. The biggest difference is, and we got to remember, where we are now with talking, and we're just in our next subject, y'all, just health and wellness, right? The conversations we have now, they weren't even having five years ago about mental health and are you okay? Like, we didn't even talk to each other like this. Like, it was just right. like, man up, and then women are just emotional. That's just how black and white it was for us. Um, you know, we weren't talking about therapy, therapy. Are you crazy? I'm not crazy. Like, you know, so like, cause I, my, one of my line brothers, shout out to Jason, sent me a clip of DMX talking about how his addiction started. It was a a friend he looked up to. This is DMX saying this out of his own mouth. It was like a friend he looked up to like a big brother. He was in his teens, young kid, man. And the guy gave him some weed and it was laced with crack. And he was like, why would you do that to me? He didn't tell him it was laced. He told him afterward. And he was like, why would you do that to me? So this is something that he's been hooked. He he passed what he was 50, I believe, early 50s. This is something that's been a part of his life for over 20 years, 30 years, you know? And I have heard celebrities and I have heard him come on different, you know, outlets and say, you know, I'm clean. Um, such and such is looking out for me. I checked into rehab. Then I've seen him backslide. He backslid one time. Then he went back. And it's like, I do believe that there were people there, you know, trying to be there for him, trying to help him. But you're talking about somebody who grew up in an era where this type of help and this type of nurturing didn't really, it existed, but it was looked at as, if you do this, you're weak. If you do this, you know, something is wrong, but something wrong with you. Not in a pod, not in a we need to get you help way, but ugh, what's wrong with you? Like I'm staying away from you. So that nasty stigma, especially being a rapper, you know, that's something he probably would have got dissed for. Now, you know, if you take therapy, people will clap their hands and say, "Oh my gosh, that's so beautiful." We encouraging each other to get therapy. They're talking about getting therapy in their raps. 
So it's just such a huge, huge flip. And he was a street rapper. You talking about, you know, being one of the toughest dudes out, but I'm laying on the couch talking to a shrink. It didn't, there's so many different elements tied up in that, that just would have made him look away. And I'm not saying that what happened was right, but the conversation, and I feel like the way we viewed those resources that could have helped him, it just, we didn't have the right mentality. And again, we're on the outside and looking in. We only get whatever they post on the internet, whatever articles we get. That's all we can look at, and we got to piece together what happened or what really hap really didn't happen. We'll never know. But I know that he was really, really, really close with some people because I'm like, him and Swiss Beats been working together since, oh my gosh, over 20 years, him and Locks. So I really, it's, it would be hard for me to believe that with that type of relationship and never seeing any public outcry or beef with those guys, that there weren't some conversations or that there weren't, yo, I'm going to get you right. Because I even remember Swiss Beat saying, yo, man, we got him in rehab. You know, I, I know that it was there, but it's like, there's so many years of that trauma and that lifestyle and right. that stuff, him being exposed to it. Like, that's a hard battle. Like, imagine being used to something for 20, 25 years and one of your friends now is trying to get you out of it like what right like i could imagine the resistance the backlash the i could just imagine how some of those conversations went but well we see it now like even with food and diet and exercise and yeah. i mean try telling some friends you know i i i know people that still eat at mcdonald's and it's no judgment because i'm sure a lot of our listeners <laughs> at mcdonald's <laughs> like but it's again that's a comfort like when you look at food and all of this health all wellness these things come from deeply rooted we go like you crave a french fry and you know like that's coming from a childhood place like a happy meal type craving it's not it's not just because today you craved a french fry because there's so many different ways that you there's different types of fries that you could have that there's crinkle cut <laughs> not that's not what I meant by oh. type. <laughs> uh, I mean like variations in health, but still a fry. So yes. you could go from you know air frying is a lot better than deep frying, you. which you know is probably even deep frying at home in the in a better quality oil is better than a deep fried McDonald's fry. Like so, all of these different things. There's it, there's levels yeah. and I think that I don't know like with with health wellness I am glad we are entering in a space where we are starting to look at the full impact because I know people that are I mean you can be very you can be extremely um, fit and your mental health and your spiritual health is out of alignment. You can be very spiritual and you have all the God in you, but overweight and a pessimistic thinker. You can be super mindful and super spiritual and one with God in, in the whole universe. However, you are 300 pounds and morbidly overweight, like, there are so many different ways. And I think wellness, when I think of wellness, is like a pyramid, like mind, body, soul. And if any piece of that is out of whack, then you're not in your in your best, highest alignment. Like, so it's looking at all of that. 
And no, you don't have to go vegan and be extreme. And you know, I tried just trash. promoting promoting alternative ways to dealing with our trauma and our our lifestyles because I mean, so much is happening uh, in this world that is happening just in the world. Yeah. Period. <laughs> then that's one slice then you have what's happening in your world which is in your head your space your life your job and then it's like when those things combine it creates like like this other alternative thing like how am i navigating all of this at the same time and i think that we have to find healthier ways uh because the point of doing everything, the point of going to work, the point of, yep. you know, you're working out, all of this is for a better quality of life. And if you are not doing that and you're not increasing a better quality of life, even if you are a workaholic and you're a person that's all about the money and, you know, you want to get the money, there's no point in doing making all the money in the world if you are obese, heart, heart uh, hypertension, all of these different things, and you can't enjoy it. Terrible. It's, it's and there's terrible. no point in being the slimmest thing in the world, but you're so depressed and so anxiety-filled and so like broken on the inside that you don't even realize that you're beautiful physically by standards. Like, and so therefore you ha you bring harm to yourself and, and want to end your life. And I think that we have to we have to continue to promote health wellness. Like, and yep. I think that the difference between being healthy and wellness and in my my personal definition that healthy is like checking the boxes. Like we all can check some boxes. But how is that scale ultimately balancing out? Like, mm -hmm. because only checking the boxes of of physical health, you're still not well. And yeah, it's I an overall. It's an overall comprehensive continuous. look at yourself, right? And you're continuously trying to balance it out because sometimes you're like, you know, my weight is, I'm good, I'm in a good space, but I just need some time for myself. I need to get my mind right. I gotta get my heart right. That's like, how you get better, y'all. The the being the stuff at that yeah. yeah. <laughs> it needs to be habitual. It needs to. It right. needs to continue. It needs to be continuous. I and I'm gonna. I don't mean to be extreme. I've had two health scares in my life. One on the extreme end. I could have literally died. I could have literally. Like my my diet was so bad that I had polyps in my gallbladder, which can lead to cancer. That's how bad my diet was. And when I think about it, I may have cooked twice, maybe three times a month. That's how much I was eating out. And now when I look back at it, I'm like, oh my God, no wonder I was almost 300 pounds and I didn't feel good. Everything I ate was grease. I lived by Zaxby's, McDonald's, Publix, Burger King, Chinese Spot. I lived by pretty much anything you would want to eat was within five miles of me. And it was convenient because it was on the way to work and on the way home to work. I know it's ready. I can go get it, come home, eat, lay down, drink a bath. So 
That's what I was doing. And then when I went to the doctor and I got that health scare, and I was young, man. I was 20, like in my late 20s. And I'm like, no, like we not, we not about to do this. Like we not about to do this. Especially when I looked at my family history and I'm like, bro, you are about to be in your 30s. You know how blood pressure is in your family, heart disease, cancer. Like, you know, this stuff is in your family. And by the grace of God, none of this stuff has touched you. Nah, don't do this to yourself. And that was again, like ever since then, and that was the early 2000s, mid 2000s, maybe 2011, 12, 13, somewhere in there. My overall eating habits changed forever. Like I don't even, even though I do backslide and I, uh, I gain a little weight, I don't eat the same anymore. I cook way more. I introduce way mm-hmm. more vegetables and fruits into my diet and that maintained overall it maintained. And I've been, and I got a trainer, lost weight. And I've been able to maintain it overall. I fluctuate between 220, 225, 215. I fluctuate, but I, I always stay there. I'm not going to ever balloon back up to 280 like I was or 240. I know how to recognize it now. And I also am more in tune with what I'm feeling going back to wellness. I know when I feel a little more fat than normal. Like it's because I'm in tune with myself. I know what, dang, man, I'm sluggish. Dang, I'm more lazy. What's going on? Well, what you been eating? Mm-hmm. Have you been going on your walks? No, no. All right, hey, get your ass up. You know what I'm saying? Um, and even having a plan B, like living in Virginia now, it's cold. And it's cold. It's been, I, I was loving my walks. I was losing weight. But it has been cold for a long time. It's still cold. And I don't like being sick. So I stopped walking. But I was like, well, if you're not going to exercise as much or do the exercise you like, then you need to make a bigger change to your diet to balance it. I always mm-hmm. wanted to be balanced and I always have to take a look at it because these health issues are, they're not fun. They're scary. And even on a deeper personal level, this is another thing. I had a testicular issue. I don't know what it was. There was, it was, it was, just, it was a pain. It wasn't an STD. I got an ultrasound of my testicles, y'all. Like, and they, they, your blood flow's fine. Everything's fine. Nobody could find out what was wrong with me. I thought, I was like, oh my God, like, what is happening? Like, I didn't know what to attribute it to. I'm getting all the tests done. I'm getting blood work done. I had, nothing's coming up. And I'm like, well, what am I doing in my lifestyle? And I wasn't using drugs or anything. I wasn't drinking heavily. And I'm like, let me just change my diet. And diet comes to like, usually everything, even I watched <laughs> documentary today oh not today <laughs> i watched a documentary uh a few days ago and even climate change i had no idea like the documentary was really good it's called True. before the flood and it came all the way down to they were like well what because that's such a big topic and mm-hmm. you feel so overwhelmed when you start discussing climate change and all these different things and they said changing your diet because the amount of cattle that's produced to, to feed the food supply in the way that people eat beef um, and lamb and et cetera, that the cows, they produce a, like when they're, when they're eating, they produce a enzyme into the air, which is also like, if that, if that was just taken care of, that would drastically impact the climate change and i was like wow Uh, like we eat so much uh beef and 
meats and all of these different things, which this is not to, what's the word? I think people hear that and they automatically get tensed and put up a shield, but it's not to encourage you to, again, go vegan. I'm not vegan. I eat a lot of fruits and vegetables and I just got a juicer, which I am very excited about. And I juiced this morning, but, uh, <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know. That juice that had me feeling like it's a stress relief. <laughs> the way you were talking about it. Yo, it's nothing yeah. like a good juice. It's nothing like it. Right. And but like when I was pushing the carrots through, I just it was like watching them like they were doing the whole little grinding, turning into juice. And I was like, this feels good. Like, so it um I'm enjoying that, but like I want people to feel good. Like, and it's not that hard to feel good, even in the midst of chaos, even in the midst of all of this trauma and all of the things that's going on in the world. Like we can, if we felt better to like a little bit better to like address it, I feel like, man, what kind of change could we really like make? Because a lot of people are so tired and so fatigued and so numbing and, you know, it, it's a lot, and I've been there actually. Um, I got fluffy one time too. I did not have any health issues, but I started seeing. I mean, my face just was getting to a point of round, and that's when I started doing CrossFit. Uh, I went extreme, obviously. Yeah. And, it's scary. Uh, it's shocking. Right. You've never you know, seen like, yourself like on. that. I look like the uh, the the Goodyear blimp. Like no. <laughs> A little tired, man. Yeah. Um, Michelin. So, Michelin, that's it. <laughs> that was me. Yeah. Okay. And so I started, I changed my diet. I started working out. I started doing more. I created a more active lifestyle. And even now, I really don't work out. I do yoga. Mm -hmm. Um, I walk. I'm, my, my two big purchases, I wanted to buy a juicer and I want to buy a bike. So I have the juicer. Bike. I've been using it. Uh, I've been juicing since uh, about a full week now. Mm -hmm. uh, my skin, I have nothing on my skin. And when I tell you it is like absolutely flawless, like there are no, like nothing. Mm. Like, it looks smooth. I, own, I have nothing on my skin but moisturizer. Like, I, I was looking at my skin this morning, like, my God, like, That's where are the pores? Oh, my goodness. I know you hate it, but. <laughs> I thought I would introduce her to the people. I looked at myself and I said, look at this skin. Okay, I am done. I, I will I will go back into my closet. <laughs> I'm going to let her handle that. Don't ask me no questions. At she exposure. At exposure. DM her and ask her about that. Don't ask me no questions <laughs> about that. What you just said is um is profound and it goes deeper when we talk about not saying you have to be vegan. Uh, shout out to Lawrence Inman, Break My Fifth Law. Check them out. He said even he he does uh you know health and fitness and he works with clients who who do bodybuilding, and he encourages them to, them to do what works for them. I'm not gonna tell you to go vegan, vegetarian, pescatarian, um or whatever. Do right. what works for you. I can give you a recommendation, right. but you have to do what works for you. The other thing we got to think about, and I guess this is just me being a teacher talking to my kids. I'm like conservation right conservation and the wise use of our resources we are creating problems that our kids are going to have to deal with 
and that we're going to probably see and be a part of when we get older. But that's the impact that we're having. Like, we don't see it today and we say, ah, I ain't got to do it. Somebody else will do it. But there's billions of us saying that. And we're just leaving it up to other people. When there's small changes that we can make that makes a ripple effect. Like, y'all. Recycling. That, listen, like, it's, no, for real. And it's weird because, like, I just went grocery shopping and they had no chicken wings. None. Like, this is the first time in a few months that this has happened. But that's weird. I'm not used to that in my lifestyle. That's just another like some people are like, oh, that don't mean my no, like nobody had chicken wings. Like, that's the first time in my life that I've seen like a food shortage. Like, this is this is America. Like, it's I'm like, yo, we're having an impact. Like, shit is shifting. Like, <laughs> stuff is changing. Things look different, you know? And it's yeah. like making those small changes can make a difference. But Jessica really touched on the big point. Like, when you change your diet, you're gonna become a different person. Like, I was known, I didn't know this. Women, part of the reason why some women were attracted to me is because I was fluffier. And when I lost weight, I even had some women say to me, oh, I liked it when you were a little rounder. And I was like, I didn't even realize that that was a characteristic attached to me. Me um, Until I got unhealthy <laughs> and really looked at myself and said, oh, nigga, you fat. Like, because <laughs> I was. Like, I was almost 300 pounds. I'm only 5 foot 10. And I was tiny as a kid like you i was a stick pounds, bro? i was like 275 280 yeah i didn't look it i carry my weight very Dang. well i don't look the weight that i am now but like yeah i used to wear 3x shirts i got an old picture of like two people you know and oh, i was just, God. <laughs> yeah it was a short period because, i mean i i if i go through the rolodex of my brain like i remember you being bigger but i really i that, wasn't always that like, big it was after right. school and those... like, right. So uh, I remember you from school vividly. Yeah. And then that piece, I kind of remember you gaining weight, but it's like the same weight that all of us gain. Mm -hmm. And then you have to acknowledge that shift. I will say that everybody goes through a shift. Oh, yeah. Do something with it. And some people choose not. It is not that it doesn't happen, but it's a reality kick. Like, you go to college or go through that your younger years, Freshman 20, 15, whatever. And then after, as soon as I left uh, Claflin, uh, came back to, like maybe a year after Claflin and lived on my own and started that living on your own period and what you eat and how you like. Stress. It was, it was like four and a half years of slow progression to Michelin. <laughs> Mine was quick and I did I just didn't notice. And then when I moved to Texas, it was like, all right, I'm seeing these pictures. I have one picture. I can oh my God. We we will have to post it. Uh so that's what we'll do. We're gonna post I just came up with this and sure. I hope he agrees. Let's, let's go. <laughs> We're gonna post our side by sides this week. Uh well when this episode airs, side by sides of our health changes. And hope that it encourages you guys to like take your health seriously and it doesn't have to be all at one time. Like this week, my new healthy thing is just implementing these fresh juices into my diet where I don't really drink anything but water, coconut water and sparkling water. But hmm. if I'm going to, if I need something, then I can have a juice and it's packed with all kinds of good stuff. So nothing wrong with some that's my spiel. Uh, I gotta go find that picture. You wanted to talk about today? 
Um, lastly, basically what we just said, um, I would call that arming yourself with information. Mm. So I've made a couple of shifts, a couple of personal changes, just in the way that I've approached a couple things. And I'm the type of person who likes to arm themselves with situation. And I know arming yourself, you know, people, people who love you, people who care about you, people who don't love you, people who don't care about you will always... (laughs) drop things on your lap or, or send things your way. Um, shout out to Sean Polk. Sap, what's going on? He, he was a guest on the show talking about trucking. And one of the things he says is he doesn't really ask a lot of people for advice and things like that because when other people start talking to him, you kind of take on what they say, right? We're influ- we, we, we can be influenced. We can be impact. That impact and influence is greater when you don't have your own knowledge base. Um, and I'll give y'all just a, a, a personal example. Uh, cryptocurrency, right? I did, I'm in the, at a baby infant level of crypto, but I've been having conversations with a couple of friends. I did my own research and I invested in some. One of the people that I talked to about it, he gave me a great knowledge base about cryptocurrency. I was like, cool. And then like a couple, he put me onto some really great stuff that helped me, you know, get, get moving. Then a few weeks later, we were talking. He's like, nah, don't invest in that. Nah, 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 man. That's going about nah, 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 nah. Now, I just got great advice from this person that worked out. But that was, I took his advice, but I also did my own research. The second time when he said, nah, you know, you don't want to invest in this because X, Y, Z. I didn't run with it. I did the same thing. I said, well, let me go see what he's talking about. Didn't make sense. Didn't add up. I said, well, what, what I'm seeing and who I'm watching back this stuff does not align with you saying I shouldn't invest in it. So I was like, "Mm, I'm armed with the information. I'm going to invest in it. And I tripled my profits. So (laughs) that is, again, going back to what we said earlier, you got to do what works for you. And it's okay to talk to other people and exchange ideas, but arm yourself with the information because when you don't, you leave yourself open, not for an attack, but you leave yourself open for just any, everybody is going to throw stuff at you and you're going to let it all stick. Like make it a habit. Some stuff you're going to be comfortable with, some stuff you're not. But like, I look, I just look at my portfolio and I'm just so glad that I took 30 minutes, an hour just to look at this stuff and say, oh my God, had I listened to him? I mean, I'm going to be real. Had I listened to him, I'd have missed out on like two grand. Easy from a a $70 investment. Like, (laughs) yeah. So I'm just like, that was a, that was like a a, a wake up moment. And that's why I shouted out Sean. Cause when he said that on the show, I was like, Hmm, that was something that stuck with me. I didn't think about. Um, but I digress when it comes to anything, especially your health, ladies and gentlemen, arm yourself with the information. Some of these some of these things that work for other people won't work for you. There's certain food I can't eat. I have reactions to certain food. Like certain food would literally make me vomit. I don't even know what's in it. I don't know what did it. I don't know why. It makes me nauseous. I can't do this quote unquote diet you want me to do. It don't work for me. Or when I do this type of diet, you're saying I'll get these benefits, but I'm sleepy. I'm tired. It brings me down. So you really got to, again, arm yourself with the information. That's just doing the work on yourself. And doing the research and running through some things and saying, huh, okay, I understand now. So that when you do have these conversations with people and y'all are either working together or even when someone negative comes along and tries to hate, 
you have that you have more reassurance but back to what jessica said wellness making make it an ongoing thing don't just say i did it for five months i feel good the you're gonna backslide a little bit but you learn to catch yourself you learn to put your hand out whoa 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 whoa, whoa. okay yeah, yeah let me okay let me make these adjustments Bob. yeah yeah you know like huge like i don't even drink liquor like that anymore i don't know the last time i bought a bottle of liquor i love mm -hmm. beer but i've transitioned to wine because beer gives me a beer gut don't like it don't like when i get naked to be with a woman and i look down and i see mr wilson but i'm like oh shit he he, he gotta come around the mountain <laughs> I, I, <laughs> i'm just saying <laughs> This is the oh thing that men don't say, <laughs> but women don't say it to us because y'all love us and y'all care about us. But like, I'm like, wait a minute. There's actually statistical data that There's I saw. There's what kind of data? Statistical. Statistical? Okay. <laughs> what does my shirt say? Country and culture. <laughs> Good. It is a real thing. Statistical data that says that i mean you oh, actually oh. depending on the pounds and you can guys can go look this up yourself but you gain or lose an inch like there uh based off of weight of, i'm sorry because of our weight yes the bigger you get the more you lose <laughs> that, that makes sense because the skin yeah you stretching it got to go somewhere so Okay, yeah, I got right. nothing else. Go ahead. <laughs> you like just you like ran out of that conversation. No, that's yeah. funny. Oh. That's interesting. I didn't know. I don't. I'm not one of those weird people. Well, I'm not gonna call y'all weird. I'm sorry. I'm not a dude who measures himself. I hate when women say that. How big? I don't know. Come look at it. Like I don't ah. measure it. I'm not 15. I'm not 14 I'm anymore. Look at it. <laughs> that gonna be killing me. Like, how do you even answer that, that question? How do you answer it, I though? Guy, I wouldn't say that. I don't know. Come look at it. <laughs> Come, get on FaceTime real quick. How about that? Like, I'm, I don't have time for this. And I'm not going to hold up a bunch of household items either. Like, <laughs> you, you have a 12 megapixel camera. You can see everything you need to see. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my goodness. But y'all well, yeah. take care of yourselves, man. Like, seriously. You know how we said at the end of the show, take care of yourself physically, mentally, financially. <laughs> this is the conversation like yeah this is the whole conversation this is what that means and it's not just a tagline it's not just something to say it's like really like I, and start with your kids if you have kids yes. feeding them healthy snacks not always like junk all of these dyes and stuff give that them fruit like, i love yeah. apples when i was like oh my god and i would grapes. do a backflip for for fruit tangerines and it's still sugar they still gonna get the sweet mm -hmm. but it's not a processed high fructose corn syrup that is equivalent i mean think about these processes and this is like my last little <laughs> i know pause real quick you gotta oh. find people like jessica that you can have these types of conversations with you gotta have friends that like these, these type of conversations are powerful and you can, it's easier to make the journey when you have people around you that you, that not always think it's funny. Oh, you, you, you drink wheatgrass and blah, no, ain't nobody doing that shit. Dog, you need people around you that's going to be conducive to that type of behavior. I'm not saying drop your other friends, but you find some healthy fit friends. Like I have some healthy fit, fit friends 
that not even on purpose motivate me. I love when my Nike app walk, uh, pops up and says such and such went, went on a walk. Congratulate them. Oh, shit, I need to go on a walk. Like, that kind of stuff helps. But go ahead. Unpause. Yep. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I was just going to say, like, we have to think about it from a very... I think we've been thinking about food, health, wellness, all of this from a lens of, no, nah, we don't do that. <laughs> As if we are some miraculous species that don't need health. And it is equivalent to you buying a car uh, and putting chocolate milk into it. Like, how is that car supposed to run? Mm -hmm. Or even for the people that have luxury vehicles, foreign vehicles, if your car is specifically designed to take 93 and you put 87 in it, it's going to yield a bad response. Yeah. It's going to do something. It's going to short circuit. It's going to chook, chook, chook. It's going to, there's going to be some type of process. And our bodies, when what fuels our body truly is water. Our body is not designed to ingest. It wasn't really like, and I'm not saying I only drink water. Those are the things that what our body physically needs yeah. to do it. Now, granted, we have all of these amazing pieces in the body that can extract like, like your liver and your kidneys. And they're doing these processes that purify and, and, you know, extract the water from it. But you can't get water from a 32-ounce Pepsi. Yeah. Like, that's just, it, it, that's not what, the, pro, the amount to turn that into it, it, it ain't. It ain't gonna happen. And it's like, we have to, if we, I think we thinking about it real far-fetched instead of like in real layman's terms and looking at it as if this, like my body ain't attached to me. And that's how disconnected we are from our mind yeah. that we think that it, that, that ain't got nothing to do with me. It's so mind boggling. Like, Oh. You, you are connected to your whole body, mind, and soul, yet we are so disconnected. And it's, it, I don't know. We have Even fake measurements. Me, I have, I struggle. Like, we all struggle in, because we are truthfully all addicted to food, like, in some capacity. Mm -hmm. Like, we overeat. Um, we, we have these emotional cravings. Like, the things that we ingest, like, it, it just, we got to have those real conversations. And I think that, you know, it comes down to food and it comes down, that is your fuel. Like technically mm -hmm. any, any textbook will say food is fuel. So it, if you're putting the wrong fuel into your whole system that is designed for the, for such a clean, pure basis of food and everything we need is given to us in nature, yep. then Look at what you're just eating and look how non-authentic or how uh, processed, you know, how much is manufactured. Like, I literally shop the perimeter of the grocery store most of the time. Like, mm -hmm. they say don't shop the inside of the grocery store because all of that is coming from a factory and a <laughs> creation. Like, yeah. nothing in the inside of the grocery store is, like... I'm not going to say nothing, but most things in the internal portion of the grocery store is manufactured. Give, yourself, not some, some. give yourself some real measurements, y'all. Like, 
Some of us think because we can still carry all the groceries out of the car on one trip. I'm good. I'm good. No, go out and try to run a quarter mile. You probably feel like you feel like you go and try to climb a fence. And that, if you can carry the groceries, it ain't even that. Because most people can carry the groceries, mm -hmm. physically carry them, but they're huffing and puffing. <laughs> when they get burning. out. Yeah. So that's the indication right there that you not in, like, that should not, that's not strenuous activity. Go see that's how many push-ups you can activity. do. There's a point, I couldn't do a push-up. Like a regular, quote-unquote, male, standard, whatever, military push-up. I couldn't do one. That's how out of shape I was. But we tell ourselves, you know, oh, I just picked up that box. It didn't feel that heavy. I'm good. We get, that's like, for some of us, that is the measurement. I can pick up this heavy thing. I'm good. I don't need to work out. I have enough to do what I want to do. No, go, go try to run. Go sprint as fast as you can and see how long you can do it. Y'all looking at movies and stuff saying, man, I'd have got out of there. No, the killer would have caught your ass first. Cause he and he could have walked and caught you like <laughs> health is serious and it's an ongoing thing. But um that's all we got for y'all. Uh thank you once again. I'm sorry, you got anything else? No. Thank y'all once again for joining us. Thank you for the continued support. Um, I do want to acknowledge yes, we are aware that there have been more police killings and more mass shootings. But it's a lot. We're not going to say, we're not going to, I want to let y'all know we know it exists and it's very heavy and it's, it's everywhere. It's on your social media. We know you see it. We know you know about it. And that's just not what we're going to bring y'all all the time. There are going to be times where we do talk about those things and bring them up, but we like to bring the lighter side and the, the, we like to give light <laughs> over here those things are terrible we do acknowledge them we do know that they happen so i just wanted to let y'all know that because i know there's at least one person that was like y'all only talked about dmx there's a multitude and i had, and when i talk about these things even like with the dmx situation i like to know what i'm talking about if i'm going to comment on it and i haven't done any extensive research because it's just it's disheartening and it's heavy but I just wanted to make sure to put that out there for y'all because there's been a couple of times it's happened so often. We've done episodes where we forgot to mention it because it's so, it's, it's so much. It's so, it, it just happens so often. So I just wanted to make sure I put that out there for y'all that I don't want y'all think we're just, we're just clueless inside this bubble for those of you who may be new or something like that. But, um, yes. So yeah, and, and to your point, without prolonging any further, these because all of this is going out there, and it's because there's so many outward forces trying to murder us and and end end us in a way. I think that it's also important to pour into us and be fuel on 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 how to navigate that. And if you're if you're tired from seeing the brutality and all the things that are happening in the world, I think that, you know, you don't, not adding to that on, on a personal side, not adding to the, the um, fatigue because you're not eating properly or you're not thinking properly and, and mental health and all of these different pieces. I think that they are also um, kind of in ways to pour into into you and fuel you to keep going 
because it is heavy and it's heavy for all of us. Um, this week was a lot. I mean, it was four, it was, I, I believe four compounded and that's on a national scale. That's not talking about the hick towns where nobody actually got it on footage or these yeah. places in the world that we, we don't have video for it. The yeah. only reason these are on because there's a, a piece of footage to match it. Mm. And so, um, Stay encouraged. Know that you are loved and you're valuable. You matter to us. Um, and keep keep going. Keep trying to fuel yourself in this very toxic, chaotic world. So yes, that's all I have. <clears throat> Y'all can check out all our information in the links. Yes, <laughs> I actually have a blog post coming out. Uh, it it will probably already be out by this. Yeah, it'll be already be out. So you can check that on Exposure. Uh, find my information at Exposure, E-X-P-O-Z-H-E-R, uh, as well as at Lash and Soul, L-A-S-H-A-N-D-S-O-U-L. And Rob, how can they find you? Didn't I just say I wanted to skip at complete underscore vision, complete spelled with a K? Um, there's actually, it's funny, we talked about wellness. I put up a picture and everyone laughed at me. It was of me flipping a tire and then the other one was me passing out on the ground because I used to pass out on the ground after my workouts and everyone laughed at me. So shout out to y'all. Um, but I'll be forgetting, I got to get back to flipping my <laughs> <Shout> tire. <out laughs> I don't like y'all. Y'all engaged. When I'm making fun of myself, y'all get engaged like I don't know what. <laughs> I got like. That makes people feel better. Whoever these people are, like they likely probably need to be doing these things themselves. And I don't know who it is, but it's funny. That, that's the culture. And, Thank you know, Thank keep, yeah, keep doing it. Saw me laid out. Somebody told me what's that? Feet laid. I will say that. I didn't comment and I didn't look at the comments. <laughs> What, but what, you were just like, whoo. Someone saw someone that saw talking about what's that workout called? I <laughs> <laughs> forget you. All right, y'all. Until next time, take care of yourselves physically, mentally, financially. And spiritually. We'll see y'all next time. Peace. Peace.